1: JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are
3: a subscience here to make things make sense.
4: Today, we are talking about vegans. We're gonna be having a chat about, you know, people's perceptions about them, why some people, maybe a lot of people don't like them, but we're also gonna be talking about the health benefits. What happens to your body? What happens to aging? And is there correlations to anxiety and depression when it comes to veganism? Mm. Lots of vegetables to talk about today. Hot topic. Um,
3: Today on Hot Topics, welcome to The View. Um, Uh, I've never watched. Okay, so we're going to start by just saying last episode was about eating buttholes. (laughs) And at one point we said, if you're straight and you have made it to this point in the podcast... It was like 40 minutes into the podcast. It's pretty much the end, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, if you finish the podcast, please reach out. We would love to know about our straight audience who is listening to this eating butthole podcast. And it was just a beautiful... (laughs) like insane amount of men reaching out being like i loved it i, I listened true. and i was like you're the real ones <laughs> i had no idea it's like are we joe Rogan now <laughs> i know like, i literally was there like was there's a so lot of fake many. Boys. <laughs> okay there's like okay there's one that just came in they're still flooding in boys we're really <laughs> proud of you and it's like ladies if you're dating one of these men you have got you a good one on your yeah. hands because they wrote the cutest things they're like and it was all so nice they were like, you know, I'm a straight guy, I made it to the end. Like I really like like to know like gay perspectives of science. Like I a lot of them were like, I work hard to hear other points of view. I'm like, wow, <laughs> we're radicals. But this more recent one, he shared Look, he shared the background of him showing. He's finishing the podcast. His background is a literal football player. It's like a football player is his background. And it says eating ass. Is it safe? Side note, it's like, that's why Confirmation,
4: he's straight. Yeah, it's like you have a football player as your background. trying to make us feel good. They like switch their background (laughs) to like football.
3: But he was like crazy. There's so many people like, I'm straight. Just wanted to let you know, like I made it. Like anyways, y'all are the real ones. Now I feel
4: that. We have a whole new demographic of audience. I mean, not to say that I thought there was no straight people. I podcast. never considered a straight guy when I speak under this <laughs> Me microphone. Either. So,
3: thanks for coming along to all the straight boys out there. Diverse ages, diverse like, ethnicities, like wild. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. Our affirmative blown away. action here on side note is like speaking to straight boys. Yeah, imagine <laughs> it was only straight guys. That would be a. W- <laughs> We're like. Oops, <laughs> we keep getting asked to do advertisements oh, for uh, male douche enemas callback. Okay, it was fun
4: either way. It's cool to know. Thank you for leaving those comments. We do read them and sending the Instagrams and whatever.
3: <laughs> um, let's get into it. Yeah, okay. Ready? Oh, what did we learn this week? Oh, that's loud. Okay. So I need to just say like it's Friday. My What do We Learn This Week was about dogs yet again, but there is a new variant, and I've been reading about it all day, and so as a science podcast, I just want to say, yeah, tis of concern, and it's kind of like when I read my nature magazines, my science magazines, like you can kind of tell in the pandemic when things are happening when things and it's like things are happening right now like it's just like the way nature magazine kind of dropped everything Mm. and like it's just the thing i read every day and it's just it's a little like you know what i mean you start to realize when the science community actually is like okay wait we need to actually talk Talk about about this this. but it still feels a bit like i will
4: say i i haven't really looked at the news that much today it was just like going through work stuff so i don't know much about it um Does anyone... I I don't know. Do you really think this is like... And obviously, this podcast comes out like almost a week Yeah, that's why I'm curious.
3: Like, when you're listening to this, you will know more. Mm -hmm. But what it is is that there's like... very intense spikes of cases in specific parts of South Africa where they know this variant is. So first thing, one thing that's really interesting is part of the mutation of the variant allows for it to be very easily detected. You don't need to necessarily rely on PCR. So because of that, they've been able to get some really quick data and be like, holy crap, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, it's everywhere. It wasn't didn't exist a while ago, and they think it's like a specific person in Botswana who... like that mutated in but it's mutated in so many places because now they can actually do genetic analysis they've done that and there's a lot i think it's like 10 mutations on the spike protein which is like not good for the potential ability for your immune system to not recognize it and for the vaccines to maybe not be as good and there is a high transmissibility they think from seeing what has happened in the last sort of week in south africa so it's like Definitely too early, but the early information is a little bit like this is what we've always been worried about. It's science, it's natural selection, it's how viruses work. Now it's up to finding out if the vaccines do, in fact, still work against it because low vaccination rates in South Africa. So when it starts to go to places, for example, like Canada, where we have high vaccination rates, like who knows? Right. It might be a similar thing to Delta here, where the hospitalizations like the aren't going up. Similar, it yeah. still is like more transmissible delta is the worry is that it's more transmissible and evades immune systems and vaccines on wednesday if you're listening to this you will probably know more but as of friday that's what we know and i just can't help but get addicted to reading all these things so that's more what i learned this week
4: well i mean there just be let's also like say the other end is that there have been very not that you're saying like the scary end but obviously this could be a moment that we look back on but there's also been variants that have come that you know we've we've managed it doesn't suddenly mean that all yeah that sorry beta like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah so i would just say My beta it's possible next week we just
3: won't be talking about this but let's very optimistic it'll be that moment
4: no i'm saying like let's not break out
3: no no yeah we don't need to forget and and it's just another call for everyone to get vaccinated really it's like Mm. the only way to actually have hope against these variants is to make sure we're all vaccinated because right now the question is the vaccines could be working against it in which case that's great you need people to be not susceptible to the virus or else the virus will proliferate that's an important part of I think that's been lost in all these conversations with vaccines. It's like if we don't do this, it's just going to mutate and get worse. You know what I mean? There's a whole other part of it. It's like, come on. Man. Anyways, we're moving on. Yeah. So, are you not? Do you have a different? What did we learn this week? Or okay, well, I can just do it quickly. It's so cute. It's just like, whoa. Okay. A cute. book came out about like the science of dogs. Happens once a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want to sell a you're book, right. and you're a science researcher. Know what people love? Dogs. So oh, it's like a science book about it. So <laughs> the new one's out. <laughs> evergreen is the word they use with dogs. <laughs> yeah, literally evergreen. But I mean, that's kind of interesting because the whole point of the book is like the history is long with us and the Canis lupus, which is a wolf, but you know, looking is, at our dogs now. They're descendant. They're descended, but that ain't a wolf. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but they, it's not proven. It's not accepted among all scientists, but there's a theory now that the reason Homo sapiens freaking out took the Neanderthalensis and the Neanderthals was cause of our strong relationship with dogs. Oh my yeah, god! That that's how you sell some books right there. Oh my gosh. So hurry. they think it was the sense of smell, the stamina to run swiftly to potential prey, the good eyesight. They thought it was like really important that dogs could like wound specific animals that would allow the humans to go in and like spear them. Oh my god. Like there's all these sort of like ideas as to why 50,000 to 40,000 years ago it could have been the reason why I so wonder why Neanderthals like didn't use dogs. but Maybe it was just like... Maybe they're big. like, that's weird. That's a wolf. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. we
4: don't need to do that. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. I mean, it makes me love dogs more and there should be a movie about that. And there's like such that's 50, similar... That's 50,000 years ago where there's oh, like the first dogs that you've... allowed Homo sapiens to win. You've said that also.
3: Like, and it's true. There needs to be a teen drama about Neanderthals and humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Or like Romeo and Juliet yes, vibe. Like a literally. Neanderthal and a human falling in love. And then, like uh, the I neanderthals like, I said oh, that idea. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay,
4: someone write a screen
3: by. Hurry up! And then they also, <sighs> it was like sixteen thousand years ago, is more the accepted timeframe of dog domestication. Um, but there's no single anatomical trait to be like, now it's domesticated, mm. now it's not. But Which for- came first, the chicken or the egg? Although definitely the Canis Lupus wolf came first in this case. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 14,000 years ago, was there's like a grave in Germany of a dog where they see that clearly humans had cared for a sick puppy for weeks before mm. it died. So it's like, that's a sign that right. at least 14,000 years ago, you know, we cared about them. But it's like a funny like book trying to sell the idea that like, They aren't our little captive animals. They actually saved us. If it Mm -hmm. weren't for the dog, we would have died to the Neanderthal. I don't think that Ernie's captive.
4: Like I, I understand that perspective, and every now and then I look at him and I'm like, "Are you in jail?" Like when I leave or the like house when and he looks at me, I'm like, "I'm sorry, yeah. but I can't come." But I guess now that since the pandemic, I feel like we're always home. Like maybe mm. it is different mm. when like in regular life, when yeah. especially when people have nine to five jobs or whatever, you're gone for huge. Oh yeah, we've we, always. We He's also work
3: from home forever.
4: Yeah, so I don't feel like that. But when I see like fish and stuff for turtles, I do get that feeling. I'm like, oh, they're captive. Yeah.
3: Also, it's like, where did those turtles come from? That's what I always wonder. You know what <laughs> like, I mean? Like, we have probably such a turtle farm, right? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. know. There's puppy mills. That's what I'm saying. I'm just always when I see a turtle in a tank, I'm like, does someone just take that from the wild and put it in the tank? <laughs> Maybe because it's like that. We know so much about where our dogs come from. Yeah. Um. So, my what
4: did you learn this week? I almost was going to save it for this episode because it's actually related to veganism. So Ew. just pretend like we're kind of transitioning now. Yeah, we're going into the vegans. Um, but, uh, but I thought it was interesting and I wanted to show it. Okay. Hot dogs, bacon, hamburgers. Where do Whoa. they come from?
3: Hot dogs. I say hot dog, which sure. is just my own little problem. Um, hot dogs come from, isn't it like they're like the assholes and all the rounds oh, of... Of what? of oh oh pigs and yeah yeah i know <laughs> I, mean, like- I know well, I don't know actually. Is, right? no, is this a trick question? No, the
4: question isn't that. Sorry, like oh I, I God, bacon. you always it's do
3: these <laughs> funny questions to start, and I start Sorry. panicking, and then you're like, that's not what I want to know. Okay, <laughs> right, 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 right. okay. I um, didn't,
4: I, I was, I try to like lead with the question, but I'm like, this is not. Uh, okay, but it's
3: pigs. It. So
4: basically, well, bacon comes from pigs, but hamburgers come <laughs> from beef, I think. Yeah, right?
3: yeah. yeah. I, cows. I, I'm such a vegetarian. We I should even know where it comes from.
4: Okay. Um, <laughs> so a new study found that 40 percent Mm -hmm. of american children between four to seven think all of those things we named are from plants what so yes 47% 47%
3: thought wait fri- what are you saying kids are so dumb I'm kidding I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding but no but <laughs> no but they're also smarter than us in that they don't have like greed and all those horrible things but we'll things. get into this so okay actually so yeah they I do said, I don't know what I'm talking about
4: <laughs> okay. in America kids between 4 okay. and 7 years old yes 40% of them think that hot dogs bacon and hamburgers <laughs> come from plants
3: okay stupid child are you kidding <laughs> what plant looks like flesh babe um that 47% also thought french fries were
4: meat plants but then like it is well it's a potato (laughs) oh I see but they thought it was like oh that's like a tree like getting an apple or something yeah okay and then it said even uh, 38% (laughs) thought chicken nuggets were plants 77%
3: believed that cows were not edible okay this is so interesting Mm -hmm. and we are in the vegan episode now because one thing I'll say that my little nephew learns is old McDonald had a farm real early. You know what I mean? Like they are obsessed because they just like learn about animals. pigs and cows. And then you're sitting there and I'm like, don't tell him what he's eating. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Cause but I'm like, as think... a vegetarian, I'm like, it's kind of crazy. Cause of course he doesn't realize he's eating a cow. He's eating a hamburger. Yes. But he that... thinks it's a goddamn plant. Yeah, that's true. Cause you're not but telling the kid is, that's
4: a cow. That song is built on the premise of a farm, but,
3: but they like... don't know what farming is. It's not like the, yeah. it's all like in the song They're like, and then they slaughter the cow and you eat the cow <laughs> and hamburger. Like you're just learning about, I just, it makes me realize Of course, they don't think that because parents are too afraid to tell their kids the truth because it's morbid. That's literally what my next and a kid would be like, well, I don't want to eat that cow. And there we go when more people this. okay. so this is ultimately what the studies
4: discussion was it was that kids are unsuspecting or naive meat eaters is what they called them wow and the study was like it's actually a really unique <gasps> period of life to start plant-based diet exactly they, the kids naturally don't want to kill living things exactly that is so it's fucking like genius. if you start young it's like they they're not intentionally eating meat they just
3: don't know what it is and that they is probably wouldn't we, want to eat meat. that's what we either, need yeah. in the world like we literally need we're gonna obviously get into this episode we kind of already have a world where it's more normalized to be vegan and then you have to then say like you're at a restaurant there should be an m beside things mm-hmm. oh actually what on the menu has meat and then it, like do you know what i mean like right, that would yeah. be a really good world for mm-hmm. climate change for a lot of like reasons yeah. that like if you start with kids at that age when they don't even think they're eating meat and they probably wouldn't want to such an opportunity for that to become so normalized in yeah. their mind mm-hmm. wow would you raise your kid
4: i i think well a i mean vegetarian I think or we're, we're, vegan y- oh yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, I would just probably, they'd eat what you're eating. I'm not going to, like, cook a meat meal if I'm yeah. not eating meat. But I obviously would be trying to make sure they're, eat, like, eating really everything they need.
3: Yeah. Okay, oh, my God, we're just going to answer it. Okay, that's yeah, great. This
4: that is, is an intro. We're going to yeah. take a little break, and then we'll come back yeah. and talk yeah. more about vegans. Study time. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's live. Grimes
0: on the track. Planning for your next trip?
1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com.
3: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Side Note, you know here at this time podcast that we love to talk about therapy. We're always bringing the new insights we learn from therapy to the pod. That's why today we want to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with when under within under forty within under forty freaking hours. Yeah, I stuttered it was that quick. <laughs> the counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions skipping the long commute and waiting room energy of the in-person therapy experience, but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. Better help. You change counselors at any time, which is really important. It can be really annoying to find the right one for you. So you'll always get a great therapeutic match. And it's more affordable than traditional online counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash sidenote to get 10% off your first month. That also helps the show by doing that. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com/sidenote for 10% off your first freaking month. Here at Sidenote, you know we are constantly talking about the climate crisis and how hard it can be to feel like you are making a difference, but thanks to today's sponsor REN, that's Wren, that's W R E N, you can. You have to check it out. It's amazing. We love this website. It helps to calculate your carbon footprint. Then offset it by funding projects that plant trees, protect rainforests, and more. Signing up to Wren is an easy way to start doing something about the climate crisis and would also be a really thoughtful gift for someone this year. It's simple and easy to use, and you're making a difference. I mean, come on, what more can you frickin' want, okay? By answering a few questions about your lifestyle on Wren, you can find out your carbon footprint and how to reduce it. Unfortunately, no one can reduce their carbon footprint to zero, but this is a step in thine right direction. Once you sign up to make monthly contributions to offset your carbon footprint, you receive monthly updates from the tree planting, rainforest protection, and carbon removal projects that you support. You get to see where your money is actually going, which is very important. I love it because I can keep track of the trees I've planted and watch those babies grow. It will take a lot to end the climate crisis. We know that, but you can start helping today by learning more at Ren.co. and if you sign up... With the referral code, side note, Ren will plant 10 extra freaking trees in your name. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. And we're back. Vegans. Okay, so the like <laughs> impetus for this episode was that in another episode, we started to talk about it. And we're like, we need to do this a whole episode about this, which is like v ve- being vegan is such a intense thing i think the impetus of the episode was to be like why does everyone hate them (laughs) which is kind of interesting so i have a bunch of research on that but like it is a really interesting thing right now i feel like in the world and i'm curious if we're at the precipice of like a huge cultural shift or not
4: we might be. I mean, at least I think a lot of people who eat meat are more and more willing to try meat alternatives. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going completely vegetarian or vegan, but definitely even the meat eaters in my life seem much more open, I think, because the alternatives are becoming so popular. Like, you can go to yeah. A&W or Wendy's or McDonald's yeah. and get a veggie burger that maybe isn't tasting
3: the exact same as your meat one, but still can be good. You know but it's I mean? it's like... um conversations are happening Mm -hmm. and it's leading like in the genuine way that movements do to change in a weird way where it's like, yeah, I like, I can still eat fast food and be a vegetarian and almost like join in and have a burger with everyone. Yeah. And that's like, that never could have, I couldn't have even fathomed that as a kid. That's true. Yeah. You'd just be like, if you're a vegetarian, you're never going to taste something like that again. (laughs) So you mean, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, it's interesting. I think it's important to stop and reflect from like, almost like a sci-fi perspective, like what's happening with culture and like the future. The future is now. for me in this episode, like I, even though it's about
4: veganism, obviously there's going to be a lot of crossover with vegetarianism. Um, but not but, necessarily because we are perceptions. Them, like. I didn't realize we were doing the podcast about the perception and Greg didn't tell me that part. So mine is more <laughs> oh, about the health shit. benefits.
3: <laughs> oh, it was look the file folders called
4: vegans. Why do people make fun of them? But I know because I made that folder. We have two different folders. Look, I made one called veganism. Oh. Before you made yours, and then oh, you made wow. another one, and that's why I never. But saw. why does it say that there?
3: Oh, because I wrote that. Okay, wow, you're <laughs> seeing the back end of uh, organizational structures How falling we apart the podcast. Uh, either way, I think it'll be interesting to have
4: both. But okay, then let's talk about why are you vegetarian, not vegan?
3: Whoa, hard hitting question. Oh, should we save that for later and jump? No, no, into no that's the good. Afterwards. That's good. That's good. Oh my god, that's so interesting. Whoa. Okay, here we go. So it's actually going to lead into why people hate vegans in the sense that it's like cognitive dissonance. So the reason based on my research as to why people don't like vegans or why there's jokes like, how do you know if someone's vegan? They'll tell you is because every time you're sort of interact with a vegan person, they're subtly bringing into question the cognitive dissonance that it is to be human in a way that sometimes people can't handle. And not just that it is to be human, that it is to eat meat
4: and kill animals. Yeah, sorry. But but like in and many... Know, and objectively know that it's bad and that it's harming the planet, but still doing it. Like... Yeah, but... what? Uh, and we lived that way for a long time. I'm, I'm actually
3: not like judging anyone no, else. No, no, but what I'm trying to say is that it's not... I'm trying to say like in general, being human yeah. involves cognitive dissonance at right. all times. Yeah, okay, fair. You talk about climate change, you got in a car. Like right. at, we're always like there's a scale at which we're always going to be living with cognitive dissonance in order to be a human with this brain. And my point is that vegans sheer existence forces people to like drop the Mm -hmm. facade. And I think that's where these jokes and this animosity and this like sort of annoyance. And a lot of the research I had, vegans are like worried about how they talk about it. Like there's Mm -hmm. fear because it really does create a response in people. for that reason, is what one study found. Well, that's just an interesting broader discussion because I think that is probably
4: the plight of all activists in some way, right? Like, even to be a feminist, then some people are like, oh, well, these feminists give a bad, like, image to people who just want to, like, have normal versions of conversations of, like, making, like, an egalitarian or equal society or something. Yeah. That I'm sure there are people who have been on all sides of, like, the women's rights movements that some would say you're being too extreme and not inclusive enough and others would say you're not moving the bar far enough and the risk is like if you distance yourself so much from the societal mainstream will people listen to you yeah but if you come too far in are you diluting the whole point of what you're doing right like it's the question of should we all be vegan or should I be vegan three times a week? And, and yeah. is that enough?
3: You know, like, is there a way it's, to... Okay, so nobody. what is crazy is that it's like, vegans are amazing. They're literally working so hard to save the planet and to like literally save animals' lives and be moral authorities as humans. They're brilliant people. And the crazy thing is that In the research, people actually are so mean to them. And, like, Mm. in in anatomy. Like, like, there's
4: a disdain. There's a
3: disdain. And I mean, this one's from the most intense ones from 2015, but it's a fascinating study where they ask them, it's like anonymously about their negative attitudes towards people. And vegans are always like so high up. And it's like they literally like. Mm. And they also are able to say they think vegans who are doing it for animal rights reasons are more annoying. They view them more negatively than people who yeah. are doing it for health reasons. Huh. And then that's where they also start to create this thesis of like, oh, it's that moral thing. Like right. when you're like, oh, I'm vegan for my heart. That doesn't onto project yeah. onto you. It's like, okay, cool. I, can, like, oh, cool. I can actively choose that.
4: That has nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. And I don't have They're to They're like, be oh my God, or... that's so
3: good for your heart. Good job because you're probably unhealthy. Like, you, like yeah. you need that you're a vegan. Whereas when you say, oh, I'm a vegan for animal rights and you're eating your steak, people are more mad at them because mm-hmm. it is like wait now the conversation's about my moral questioning of like eating an animal. Okay. So here's what I'm going to add on top of that is the the
4: entire environmental movement is the reason, not that I'm vegan, but is has been the reason I became vegetarian primarily and i do think this is maybe helping to tip the scales at a different rate than and maybe not maybe i live in a bubble because like now i am vegetarian Hmm. but i just feel like before it was moralistic or health reasons and Hmm. in the last 10 years like obviously climate change has been an issue for longer than that but but i feel like cultural mainstream movement of a lot of fucking people on this planet being like we need to do something about climate change like in in a country like ours it's like 80 percent are like yeah we should
3: probably do something okay so that's so interesting because a well first of all becoming vegan is increasing around the world which is like important to know like it is there was a time where people were like arguing that when you make something vegan people hate vegans so much that no one buys it and now they're like the market has shifted mm. and like saying exactly. something like, is actually like makes people makes buy it so like there was a time where it was way worse yeah and in and this same study it said 2015 it said that vegans were that they felt they were weird arrogant preachy militant uptight stupid and mysteriously sadistic, which is so negative. <laughs> but you're right; the climate change piece brings in like a new way of being. Like, wait, actually, maybe they're just like and, yeah. right. Okay. It, yeah, <laughs> but it's
4: interesting because people can be vegans for different reasons. So, like, somebody yeah. who might be doing it for
3: moralistic reasons could still not care about the yeah. environment. So, are they yeah. right? But that's right, so, and, and that's interesting. And they make people more mad based on these studies because it's like you're yeah. calling into question the. The climate change one still does kind of call into question your cognitive dissonance with the totally. And what?
4: Yeah, that's true. But it's like I think more people it's a really interesting phenomenon. And I once listened to a podcast. I can't remember if it was like science versus something, but it was about the gay rights movement and why it went from it, it was like one of the most successful social movements of all time. From like down at like 11% acceptance <laughs> it's rate. It's because they thought of saying slay
3: queen honey. Everyone <laughs> loved it and it took off. You RuPaul gotta get a good, actually began the movie. You got to get a good. Oh, it's, you know what? They, when they literally sat down in 1940 to kind of like talk about what it meant to be vegan, the other option for name was Benivore or Vitan, V-I-T-A-N. I'm like, it's all about naming. Mm. If it was Vitan, Rose would have been all over that. Why Why Vitan? Well, okay. I don't know. What? The only reason I know that <laughs> vegans was meant to be like a version of vegetarian yeah. that like was a more like, it was like a pro, they said it was like a shorter word that like right. helped to be like, it's the more it's like out finite version. Yeah, yeah. More cutting Take out more less. Take out more. Literally. <laughs> well, okay. Not today. it was invented, but language. It's like that concept of that didn't exist until quite recently because in the 1800s in Western society, eating meat was a sign of wealth. And people couldn't just do it. It was mm-hmm. like, then it grew and grew and grew to this point where after World War II, everyone could get access to meat. It was like canned. Mm-hmm. There was this big explosion of like, meat didn't mean you were rich anymore. Everyone gets meat. Again, this is in the West. It was only around that time that they had to start thinking, what's the word for people who are not, uh, eating. not eating meat uh, for moral reasons? And they but that's came up with interesting. Yeah,
4: there must have always been vegetarian. that conversation somewhere like India where I like, a huge yeah. portion of the
3: population is vegetarian, at least, yeah. And a lot um, of Buddhist societies don't eat meat and haven't yeah. for a long time. Like, there's lots of yeah. This is a Western conversation, actually. True. I think we should probably well, that is even
4: I, I. I was saying something earlier, and I totally forgot because I'm on edible, so I'm like I I had a point to make earlier, but <laughs> we realize we haven't hit record. We're just <laughs> truly just talking. Um, but <laughs> it's an interesting thing because as much as the West is, and I shouldn't say this um, in a specific like ge- geographic way, but parts of the world are becoming more vegan but other parts of the world are growing so fast that still eat meat so i think meat consumption is actually increasing it is yeah yeah, yeah. even though more people than ever are vegetarian yeah right because some places are just like hugely populous and growing so fast and then that's just and becoming more affluent like you said meat is related to affluence so as other countries are like passing like passing out what's the way like becoming more affluent basically bigger economies and citizens that can afford meat, like it's a, just a different world. Yeah. Oh my God, that's true.
3: Like I meat consumption is going up, even if all these freaking white people want to become vegans. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> it's just the way I was. Okay, give me some of your stuff. Well, okay, mine was mostly about health of uh, vegans,
4: and I, in particular, I wanted to talk a little bit about the connection between eating meat and aging, um, because I read this really good book called uh, this really good book called Lifespan by David clair I loved it. He's like a aging scientist researcher um and just wrote a book kind of about all the different ways that your cells age primarily and like the things they're trying to do to like delay that keep people healthy anyway meat obviously has for a long time been linked to like um like potentially heart issues versus like a whole foods diet or a vegetarian diet which often is linked to like being healthier um, I can't tell. if Are you listening? Yeah, I'm trying to literally <laughs> it's focus. Like, okay. I'm no, just I'm like, just like trying to focus on what you're saying. I'm, I was realizing I'm it. talking too much. Okay. So here's basically your body has this mechanism that they've recently discovered called mTOR, lowercase m, capital T-O-R. Like mRNA. <laughs> I suppose. But like, yeah, in, in the way that that's written. And basically it responds to certain amino acids. So there's like leucine, isoleucine, valine are like really the main ones, I think. And those are prominently found in meats. And when you eat those meats, it's basically telling your body that times are good. It's like we have meat. We've hmm. got a mammoth, and it's time. A mammoth. That, literally. that was the example that he gave. We've got a
3: giant sloth. Well, in you the have spear. meat. You're you might yeah. as well
4: eat it all. And so your body goes into a mode of like fix, heal, and grow, hmm. which is like obviously a healthy thing. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, but the science has found that like you can either grow or protect. And so if you're always in growth mode, this mTOR path, when it's on, does not stimulate these anti-aging and protective hmm, makes, Yeah, because that's your body, when it's stressed, like yeah. exercise, your body gets stressed and releases a bunch of defense mechanisms yeah. to repair cells, to do yeah. all this stuff. And that's actually good to like go into yeah. a level of stress that doesn't harm you. Um, and so, like when you're hungry or eating plants, they find that this is much more common versus mm. like when you eat meat, that mTOR process starts. And again, it's not saying that's not bad because it can help you build muscle and stuff. But to do it all the time, we live in a that's world where like people always have access yeah. to meat. Even I think there was a discussion about high like protein powders that are even vegetarian. It depends on the amino acid. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That can make a difference. Protein so powder is weird. ultimately, if you... S- <laughs> if you're starved of these amino acids, like it extends lifespan or at those
3: times it helps to repair. Mm.
4: Um,
3: and so that's I just thought that was really interesting. Like, well, that's like, a good benefit to like being vegan. And sometimes it's so weird that we live in a world where like toxic masculinity tries to tell people that like eating just meat is like healthier. Yeah. Or something. Like a so weird. it's good to like have biochemical proof. It's like, yo, but like you can yeah. eat it if you enjoy eating it, but don't try and tell me it's better than like plant-based great. Yeah. Well, I think this also goes back to the discussion about...
4: Do you go all in or are you like part in like even in any of these activist okay. conversations? Also I
3: realized I never answered your question, which was the first question you asked, just, which why? is why am I vegetarian, not vegan? Yeah. So what I was sort of wanting to explain was the backstory and the science and psychological studies of cognitive dissonance because the reason is is I have cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. and it's like to be honest like for me when I was vegan hey I did it right when I got Jardia lamblia to say it right I've been saying it wrong <laughs> I got I went vegan randomly when I got a literal parasite and I was like so sick and it was like a weird thing where I was like I guess I shouldn't be vegan and later realized like literal bacteria was eating all of my food from inside me and i l- lost like 20 pounds and thought i was dying we were like at first we we're like oh you're so you know when you yeah. first started losing weight, was like oh my gosh you look," and then it was like no, no there's something i wrong. was like i lo- i remember the moment where i like went into work and was like rachel i think i need to go to the hospital because like new every person i see now is like you look sick <laughs> like it was it went from like oh my god greg you look skin then there was this week i'm not kidding i would see rent Oh my god! Are you? You you look so. And they were just like, "You look so sick." But it was close enough friends that they would say that. Right. Like if I Mm. saw a friend, I'd be. They were genuinely concerned. I'm like, "We gotta go to the doctor." I'm like, (laughs) "I had a vegan diet," and then they're like, "No, there's truly parasites something wrong, like thriving in your gut." Anyway, so that was like part of a thing that brought me back to away from veganism to eating like more vegetarian. I think I started eating meat after that. Mm. But the main reason why for me is like climate change reasons and then getting a dog and like falling in love with an animal and having a bit more of that. And like when I is see, why you became vegetarian, because the thing no, the thing is like my issue now, my cognitive dissonance is around climate change because mm. even though I don't Consume very much dairy. I still eat like a lot of cheese, and it's like I have cognitive dissonance around that cheese means CO two emissions right, in my right head. Right. I'm going that's not flesh. I have this right. other reason, which is like I do love animals so much. And it goes deeply. back to the moralistic, yeah. Issue. But it's like where I have my cognitive dissonance lies and why I'm a vegetarian is in the climate change issue. And it's not. It's like even this week reading about vegan diets and climate change. I was like, Oh my God, I'm a hypocrite. Like I need to, I need to reconsider this because it's not about the flesh. It's about obviously the way the animals are treated, eating to get the dairy and like cognitive dissonance and how large it is. I have cognitive dissonance around an aspect that is like, it's not moralistic to animals. Mm -hmm. And I've cognitive full dissonance around the climate change issue of the dairy that I eat, which is minimal though. I think there's a world where I could eat no dairy and I'm living a better life. We have solar Mm -hmm. panels. We're doing everything we can. Eating is a big part of people's lives Like, it's a change I could make, and I'm living with cognitive dissonance. Mm. But I don't want to eat meat. For me, it feels like the best thing I can do right now. And I need to rethink it. Like, life, I need to reevaluate at all times. Hmm. So you, what about you? Why are you vegetarian, not vegan?
4: I think if I'm being honest, it's because it's way harder. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, exactly. So, yeah. like,
3: to, I think it's a couple of things, like, to go, <laughs> like, honestly, I'm being That's honest. It. No, no, that was, like, a very, like, actually the, what I was trying to say with dumb, long, cognitive dissonance words. It's like, yeah, it's harder, because I was assuming, it's like, yeah, it's like it was way harder. <laughs> and so, like, but I still, like,
4: respect vegans. It's not, it's like, yeah, I wish I could do that. And and part of my sort of strategy was, like, let's start with vegetarian like we've only yeah. been doing this now, like since the pandemic. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I don't want to like, you know, when they say, if you're going to start exercising, don't try to exercise seven times a week.
3: Like you're just yeah, going to burn yeah. out and you're going
4: to never yeah. keep up
3: with that. Start once a week yeah, or
4: twice a week. And being a sharing, you
3: realize how e- like it takes a little bit of time. And then eventually you're like, it's so easy. Yeah, Cause at
4: first you're like, what the yeah. hell do I make? Yeah. Yeah. And I, you just end up making the same meals without meat. Then
3: you're going to be missing literally most of your meal. Also, we live in an amazing city with the most incredible options, that sometimes when you go to restaurants, it tunnel visions what you can order, and then what you end up ordering, people get so much FOMO over, because you are like, yeah, you didn't even consider the dang Brussels sprouts, <laughs> did ya? You know what I mean? Because they're all going for those yes. staples, and there's incredible veggie meals that I'm like, I wouldn't have ever ordered this, but this is so freaking good, and like, yeah, Toronto's really great. You can get vegan and vegetarian, anything. Yeah.
4: It, and it is nice, because we live in a time now, and it, this was not it was the case in our life, but where i think the vegan and vegetarian options are equally as good and like every now and then i might have a meat cheat every so often and just have meat and i'm like i'm not saying it's like bad taste or something like that obviously it can taste good i just mean there are definitely meals now where i'm like i actually would have chosen this over the meat dish
3: what is also interesting about meat cheating as a vegetarian is that if you've ever wanted to enjoy meat Try going vegetarian for six months and then eating meat. Yeah. Like you, like will, having the, you will oh, have a visceral, like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Or you might actually be like, this is disgusting. Yeah, because <laughs> one time, time I did me. that. Yeah. yeah. I, it kind of depends yeah, on the meat. But true.
4: sometimes you really taste an animal. You're like, animal. oh,
3: I can picture thine bunny <laughs> or like eating fur. rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, like, this is <laughs> yeah. like Or you're like, or like someone will cut their steak and be like, ooh, the blood. And I'd be like, you want to see the blood? Like, that's <laughs> crazy, man. Like, you're eating flesh, man. Uh,
4: I... Yeah, the other thing I was just going to say was, oh, God, I already lost it. Where'd it go? I was talking about, oh, I've lost it.
3: Okay, wait, wait, wait. Why do you want, there's something I do want to say. Why
4: am I vegan? Oh, I was going to okay. talk about just, like, going back to that activist, where you stand. And I think I tend to be a much more, like, moderate person in, those, in certain ways where I'm like, okay, yeah. I want to look at people and say, I don't think you're so bad if you're having meat sometimes, but I think it's cool if you just like cut a little bit out. Like to me, that's an effective strategy, especially for people in my lives where I'm like, I know they're not just going to go full veg. So the way I put it off is like, Oh yeah. Like even if you, if you're regularly eating meat every day, like, I think it's so cool, even if you just, like, take a couple of those days out. Yeah. And then even- I think the response I've gotten from that is, like, oh, yeah, I I, I am trying to do that yeah. now, or I should try to do that. Yeah, that's good. I think that's, like, baby steps, and that's part of the reason also, not why I'm vegetarian, but I feel like, oh, I can have that forgiveness for myself as well. Like, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm not a perfect vegan. I'm not, like, doing everything in my power to be the least energy wasteful you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's okay to sometimes be like but maybe i'm getting better all the time towards that yeah
3: hopefully but there's a bit of cognitive dissonance, and it's just like, yeah, okay, you love that. You you, vo- you voted for <laughs> Joe Biden. You're in the middle. I'm kidding. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Did not vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, we couldn't vote. Literally voted for the NDP in Canada. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just laughing. You're like, I'm just like a middleman. And then it's like, I just vote for Joe Biden. I'm no, just kidding. I I'm kidding. I under, I under, in theory, I for okay. vote for Joe Biden too this, when it comes to vegetarian vibes. No, this is a joke. Uh, <laughs> Me making a joke. I'm literally saying a joke. No, but I think this is a difference between us. Like, you are a more intense activist. No, I literally I vote for Joe Biden. I am a vegetarian, not a vegan.
4: Well, that's because in America, there's only two choices. Like, I would obviously vote for, like, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, no,
3: it's <laughs> actually like America, you're sick. That's crazy. Y'all didn't let that happen.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> but,
3: yeah, no, I do. You, you're saying you think I'm more radical than you? I don't think that's necessarily true on always, certain but things. Yes. Totally. So we're like, maybe I'm like, we're more educated on certain things and we have more strong opinions on things we know more about. Kind yes. Of. And I don't think you're more radical on. This. No, I'm not. I think we're like, I'm embarrassed. Sense. Like when uh, I read all this stuff, I'm like, God damn it. Why aren't I vegan? Like I'm a dumb idiot. I need to stop eating cottage that. cheese and farting all the time. <laughs> okay. So another thing that I thought was interesting when doing this research is like language I started to become obsessed with. And then it's like, okay, you say beef, not cow. That's why your uh. kid doesn't know. It's like, you should be like, here's your cow for dinner. And then they'd be like, "What? Do you know what I mean?" I'm like, "That seems unfair." Yeah, but there's different kinds of meat from cow. Uh, but it's a kid. All yeah. it wants to know is what the hell I'm eating. You're like, "Well, actually, it's a cow." Whether it's the eye or That's the ass, true. it's or like the leg. imagine we
4: cut like the the stalk of a broccoli, and we were just like calling it something something else. Like yeah. a
3: broccoli is a broccoli, a cabbage is a cabbage. That's not fair. And then pork. Hello, it's a pig. Like it's. kind I will of like, say, Why are they having these code words and we don't lamb think about chops. it? Chops,
4: and you know why kids don't like lamb chops? Because they're like lamb that's chops. A play freaking <laughs> lamb. And
3: they're like, is that a baba lamb? Baba black sheep. I learned about. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why kids don't like lamb. Well, do they? I don't. Also, have, I don't have that
4: stat. Also,
3: <laughs> beefy is like a good thing. It means to be strong. And then it's like couch potato. Oh. Negative term potato Oh my god And uh, I've never realized uh, that Did you uh, just think of it No this, this is, a set, this is was actually Like an article about oh language Oh my god But this one's really like, con- like it's a derogatory term Oh my god but when You're people- a vegetable Vegetable Yeah So it's like why Ooh. are all these negative terms? No wonder like, oh, society's weird. My God, I'm
4: disgusted by society.
3: <laughs> right? Like, do you not think that's like? I was like when I read that, I was like, Mike drop. Yeah, it's and like, I'm like, why no, I'm being so mean to vegetables. And, and you know what? I'm going to literally change the narrative. I'm woke, SJW, and when someone's like, "Oh, looking beefy," I'm gonna be like, "No, I'm not. I'm looking like a damn potato." I'm a also, couch potato, but a big couch potato. What about stocky? Isn't that also kind of... I guess like the stock broth of
4: a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> or like the stock of a plant. Yeah. Oh, true.
3: Bean stock. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I can go about that. But I guess stocky Anyways, could be like a... Also, it's why people say plant-based, not vegan, because everyone's so stupid about vegan, the name. No. Everyone's like, plant-based is Actually, like a way no. to get away from the fucking... I think that is what's happening. Thing. Because yeah. there
4: are, especially in like the fitness industry, or even there's been like... On australian survivor there was a guy and he was like really fit and he was like i'm a plant-based holistic eater or whatever it's a smart word and he wouldn't say vegan and i'm sure it was because even when he was on the show he ate meat and he was like well i'm glad i'm plant-based you know what i mean and it it is a nice way to think about it too where you're like it actually tells you what to do it tells the kid what you're eating this is plant-based this is a cow a pig and a lamb Mm -hmm. which one do you want and even as a guideline or a guidepost for your own life just like so much research shows that yeah. plant-based diets, that's not saying full vegetarian, full vegan, but plant-based diets tend to lead, leave people healthiest. Yeah. And, you know, like the Mediterranean diet is actually primarily plant-based with like some fish and like small portions of meat.
3: Yeah. The only article I read that wasn't like psychological studies, like actual health ones was in quarantine in the pandemic. They studied, it was just females who were vegan And non-vegan, but they did their best for the parameters outside of that to make them all super healthy. So it's really, really healthy. Non-vegans and vegans, based on their lifestyle, based on their like, B, like BMIs and their like, essentially, cardiovascular health at the beginning of the study. So rather than you know what I mean, like they mm-hmm. they focused in on really healthy people. Okay, and they found that uh, yeah, in many ways, their like nutrients and things were super similar. Like if you're mm-hmm. healthy and you're thinking, you can be healthy with both. But they were like, but the only difference was that the people who were vegan, they had a better cardiovascular health overall lower BMI and lower cholesterol Mm -hmm. and they think that's because they had lower saturated fatty acid consumption which mainly comes from animal meat products yeah they had a high fiber consumption because that's the sheer nature of eating plants and then they had lower overall cholesterol intake a lot of things which comes from butters and cheeses and it's like those are some solid like health understandings to kind of combat this idea that it's not healthy to eat plant-based it's like it actually is even at the extremes of health, yeah it is more healthy for these yeah. reasons i think that's just the natural tendency of like a, a
4: society like you said cognitive dissonance this is we all have it and it's just like easier to believe the stories that we've been told forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. also important to remember and this is obviously going to slowly change but i did come across some studies i was gonna use one and it was about like i was like i don't i want to look up like what are the negatives and sometimes there are there is research that comes out that's like oh vegans are deficient in this and are more likely to suffer from these health problems i'm not saying this is all this all, always the case but the one i came across was funded by like the beef industry and not that that always puts into question completely <laughs> something but it was a lot of the comments were like <laughs> the that, cow you industry to, you <laughs> have to remember that there is money and power trying yes, to maintain yeah, the status yeah, yeah. quo it's the same with the oil industry and i think as you we're saying like the sort of alternative industry is booming now and maybe yeah. there's more and more money there and it's momentum as but well it's still, like, but it's fighting against people who yeah. are also trying to keep the ideas that meat is manly meat is healthy meat is. And like some of these things might be true in some ways, but like there's money being put behind it.
3: Yeah. That's really though. There's like truly lobbyists. It's so fascinating. This concept of vegan. That's like kind of at the beginning, I was saying like the beginning of this huge change in human history, because it's like, it links to everything. It links to like philosophy, to morals, politics through Mm -hmm. like lobbying. Like it has this crazy, fascinating narrative around it that like, feels like a really important part of our like lifetime of of.
4: just also like it's maybe so important because it's so tied to like homo sapiens like or the natural world right like all animals have to eat and some eat vegetables some eat meat some eat both and it's like where do humans belong but
3: we're past the point of just like surviving and living off the earth and it and it is just like when you think of science and nature it's like all we really are doing is (laughs) <laughs> drinking water and eating food and sleeping and dying. yeah that's <laughs> you know I mean? it's like eating it's food like the is like, it's so like compared of, to like, like, like debates around technology
4: life. it's like food has always yeah. been connected to humans so we're not talking just cultural influence of like the last hundred years we're like talking like hundred
3: thousand years right? also the word diet like your diet is greek die no, well it's diet <laughs> is greek for way of life so it's oh. like literally like the the word has so much meaning in it. It's like way of mm. life. Your diet is Your the life. way of life. Your way of life. Um, something that I, I didn't
4: write this study down for this. Maybe we talked about on the pod, but there was also one that it was like comparing, Um, you know how in the Western world, like kids hate Brussels sprouts and broccoli and there's like kind mm. of stereotypes of what kids hate. Yeah. I think I read in this study that it's like way less common for that to be the case in East Asia. Like this is not a culture, this is not a, (laughs) it's not just that all kids hate vegetables. It's like Bart
3: Simpson on the Simpsons. Like, I don't like broccoli. And it's like like like, the idea is, I
4: think they said in Japan, (laughs) there are different vegetables, but it's like kids also grow up in, with so many more vegetables Mm. in those cultures. Like even think of going to get Korean food. Like there's so kimchi and like radishes and all these different side dishes that are all vegetarian. In India, people are growing up with so many vegetables and not, like, hating vegetables. Yeah, so and they praise cows. It makes you realize how much culture influences this and not actually what the human body needs. Yeah, body needs, needs yeah. Interesting and on so both true. sides. I'm not saying that's because meat eaters are wrong. It's just mm-hmm. like it actually
3: is more about stories. But I, now I'm just like, but like it's like meat is ruining the world. And are yeah, well, that's at, that's, that's at a certain point there going to be like a moment where it's like because
4: it's like we're I don't I'm not debating that meat can be part of a healthy diet. Yeah. Yes, we know too much meat is actually pretty bad for you, in at least in some oh, ways. It but. makes
3: me so excited for the future. I'm so curious like where this is all going to end up and like how we're going to talk to our kids about it what we're going to do with our kids or yeah. really things take so slow to change that we're going to die before we see like the ultimate change in all of this we'll probably die <laughs> Yeah, tr- <laughs> and thank you for listening everyone <laughs> and if you didn't know this just in we're all going to die so keep that on the back we'll of the noggin don't let it take over too much
4: I don't think like everyone's gonna become a vegetarian <laughs> in my lifetime
3: i mean it'd be crazy who knows man like we live a long time dude and that's climate change true. is obliterating us quickly oh like gosh. extremes are gonna come
4: i guess that's true like like my grandma probably
3: could never have imagined the world we live in she's now. like you're eating a hamburger that looks like a hamburger that you're telling me is pea protein like what the f I'm and just gonna going back to like the <laughs> acceptance of like
4: even gay views, people like i sang at the beginning of the podcast like it in someone even even the last
3: 20 years i think it's gone from 10 percent approval to like 90 <laughs> she's like i can't believe my grandson's a faggot <laughs> she's just like calling a faggot in her head she like, doesn't know what's wrong like, i can't believe that's like the he's thing a faggot
4: <laughs> don't say that i
3: like i just see like i <laughs> like. Green, like like Don't my, but all my grandparents are dead. But imagine they like sat, you know, and they're like, "We are so proud of you for being a faggot."
4: <laughs> oh my god, Greg!
3: Oh my god, that, that okay, would be so gonna, funny. I'd like be like, this, "Thank you." You just can't say that anymore, Grandma. Kisses. Oh, it is. <laughs> That's we, how we're gonna works. be that age at one point, yeah, though, and be so detached. They're gonna be like, "You ate, you gave." Yeah, your they'll kids be like, "We piece. can't believe you <laughs> ate meat." <Meep's. laughs> I know. I do think about that smoking on airplanes vibes. Um. I had one other study because
4: speaking of like I was trying to balance out not just being like it's only good. there One study I found and (laughs) again, we're going to talk about what this is for or why it happens but a meta-analysis over 20 studies and it was like 170,000 people found that Meat eaters have better mental health and experience less anxiety and depression. Yeah, because
3: people probably aren't making fun of them every <laughs> time they eat then, food. Then that was like a lot of the conversation <laughs> on the so road. remember
4: this was like, it was like it uh, sucks.
3: It's harder to be vegan. Really and hard. The the paper
4: itself was like, this is not <laughs> a causal relationship. Meat. Like, it's probably not that meat makes your mental health better, but that there's obviously socio factors.
3: <laughs> also, back to my favorite word, cognitive dissonance. <laughs> but having cognitive dissonance makes you happier. Like, no shit, you don't have to think about all the bad things in the world Mm. you know it's kind of funny like but i do that's where all i'm just we're just making things up right now that's an interesting study and it's worth yeah and it could but then another subsequent
4: study was (laughs) uh, between plant-based uh diets that are high in processed foods like are more depressed and anxious so that's another interesting point Hmm. that just being plant-based or vegan doesn't actually make you automatically healthy. yeah
3: in fact it is so hard that every time we've sort of switched our diet to be vegan or even Mm -hmm. be more vegan, you kind of of sometimes start to realize, like, oh my God, I'm not eating enough of this because it's like you haven't learned yet how to fill that in. It's a learning... You have to put work in and learn. Yeah, that's what I meant by it.
4: It was hard and too hard at the beginning because we did for a video once try to be vegan for a bit. And I remember being like, it is a lot of work, especially to transform your life and suddenly have all the right things. But honestly, at home, other than
3: like when i cook
4: i think it is vegan
3: it is yeah we mostly do eat vegan it's just that sometimes we, still we have eat like yogurt yeah. and yogurt and don't think about it like that yeah but we don't have like milks that aren't like no you know so and you end up buying a lot of vegan things in a, a lot of ways vegetarian. i wouldn't be surprised that on most of the time we yeah. are being vegan. oh true we always are using those like fake uh vegan all the meat we eat yeah. is fake vegan meat yeah, but it's good. It, vegan is t- interesting because
4: sometimes it's like um, little ingredients that you don't think of when you're a vegetarian mm-hmm. so yeah, like true. you could be having bread which you obviously be like this is vegan but a lot of breads aren't vegan yeah yeah that's. you true. could be having true. just like snacks like donuts <laughs> and stuff yeah like, like when beans. they were
3: like oh yeah they use bones when they make wine And you're like what? <laughs> They're like bones? Really? I thought it was people stomping on grapes They're like yeah you think people stomp on grapes You damn idiot And you're like whoa true <laughs> Wait, what? Like I'm just like when I picture wine getting made I picture people like stomping on grapes Okay Making me wine But it's like no it's literally There's part of the process That actually involves like bones Cutting up parts of the thing okay wait what like cutting up the grapes again okay but it's not like the main part like when you drink, no, 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 when no. You drink wine like you're drinking grapes <laughs> you're not just like mostly drinking no not bones. like no no it's not like gelatinous <laughs> even gelatin that's an interesting one yes yeah. gelatin i know what you mean like yeah. a lot of alcohols are not vegan okay no okay maybe we should probably end soon, but the science of gelatin is so interesting because it's like what you do is you're heating up the actual like microscopic bone parts mm-hmm. of bones that are, when they shatter they spread out and then what happens is like because you then take it away from the heat and it cools because they've spread out when they cool it like cools as a solid i mean that's absolutely disgusting so it's like you know people are like why is like gelatin in this is like actually part of the process of that like, gooey gooey yeah is the bone like oh as- is that aspect that you're using isn't that it? because like, it's like morbid? what it would do in the bone that it would like it like would yeah you add kinetic energy and it causes it to like spread out and then when it cools it like is more gelatinous Oof. but it's like and if you think about like the cartilage in your like knees and things like that there's like certain biochemically parts of that that if you boiled would spread out oh. and then it would harden cooler <laughs> wow that's what yeah that's a gentleman that's crazy <laughs> okay yeah and that's so like another thing
4: we don't think about yes. yeah. so that is like it is interesting because when i think about being a vegetarian and even a vegan i think about meat but it is so much more than that yeah like it is especially when it's like honey even for some yeah. vegans is like you can't have that in. So, so definitely there's a and lot don't more put to on your leather to. baseball and glove and that sorry i'm just like high and talking about this but that's like why it It's harder for people because you can't just see it. You can be a vegetarian and always know you're being a vegetarian. But if you're a vegan, you actually have to look at every ingredient. Yeah. So it's an active choice, whereas being a vegetarian can be more passive. Because you're like, that's, I know what is in front of my eyes is what it is. Yeah. It's not about ingredients always. Although sometimes it might be like, that would cook in bacon fat. You know, like you need to know that the Brussels
3: sprouts were cooked in bacon fat. You're not going to get leather interiors on the car kind of vibe. But it's Which just easier to crazy. know and see. Anyway. Like leather, oh, leather's so scary. When I'm like, you want, a, you want the skin of an animal? Oh yeah, we just finding that out, out that leather in cars is one of like the main draws reasons of for their deforesting the of the Amazon. Oh my god, it was a really depressing article. Yeah, don't get leather interiors and don't buy leather couches. Like, right? Because they're like squeaky and like weird on your skin. When I do you want hate them? leather. I hate I've I've also always been like, who would buy that? And not even because of a moral reason. I'm like it's like wet and gross (laughs) and like whenever I've seen them in people's houses and sat on them I've been like yeah you sweat on them and I'm like oh go sleep on that I'm like you want me to sleep on a plastic Plastic like in Insane, squeaky, squeaky skin of a cow. Oh my god, we could do a whole episode on leather couches. Okay, I'm boom. Just like, that Writing it down. Is, I have a lot of feelings about leather feelings. couches. <laughs> you and just leather, leather in general. And but leather interiors of cars. Just like. Okay. Okay, um, we're done. Okay, we're done. We love well, vegans last question, so much. Last it's question. not funny to make fun of them. Last question. <laughs> do you think you'll ever be vegan? Um, I'm like the world is like a future that i'm excited for and i want to okay, say she's a politician no, I, <laughs> she's a politician I have my up. <laughs> well you see the world in front of me is a path laid out before me that we all must and the take a reporter's like yes or no <laughs> yes or no will and you for a- me i am <laughs> excited for the future where i am pushed <laughs> to be vegan and i know that for myself a vegan is the thing to be you were really gonna go there so for <laughs> now i cannot say a yes for sure but my my hope in my heart is yes thank you very much for listening there will be no more questions Wow. Okay, Gregory Brown, you could be a politician. Well, what you just, I could just make shit up. You well. just don't answer the question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, done. Okay, wait. Okay, um, I'm gonna say yeah, but like it's just because I hope I have a rad kid that pushes me that. That's way That's in- interesting because you, yeah, we, you have cognitive dissonance. Yeah, wait, so you just don't think you're ever gonna be vegan? No,
4: but I, I, my, I would lean more into being like I no. wish I had it in me to do it, and maybe one day we'll be. Do. But I think
3: right now I am not. There I feel like you're yet. doing the exact same politician thing as me. Oh. didn't you just do it in your own way <laughs> you are like I would want to say yeah but I'm gonna say no but I could say yeah and I think I will say yeah well for no. I would say <laughs> probably at least 50 to 70
4: percent of our meals are vegan anyway yeah okay yeah so don't come us so it's like there's, there's gonna be a 23
3: in me for this where it's like
4: I'm 5 I'm percent vegan
3: you know you can see where you fit on all the scales of everything what was the thing I'm writing down oh leather okay so leather. make sure you're subscribed to hear the upcoming <laughs> episode about leather love you guys
4: bye